You're listening to the Gratitude Podcast, episode 99. I didn't really realize how powerful they were until I had a very, very intense experience while I was traveling in India uh, about 12 years ago. I was there for about two months, and within the space of 72 hours, I almost died about four times. Wow. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, uh, my bus almost going over a cliff, and then running from a forest fire and then oh encountering a poisonous snake <laughs> uh, and then encountering a mountain lion, you know, literally within oh. this really short amount of time. And, you know, as I was, you know, out of my mind in, in fear and adrenaline and all of those things, there was this little dawning awareness of support for this episode comes from 365 gratitude. If you haven't done so already, make sure you check it out on Google Play or on the App Store. I'm using it as my gratitude journal and I totally recommend it. It's free and there are over 250,000 people already using it. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. I hope that today you are open for some joy because we have Ben Joya with us today. He makes mindful video games. He helps million-dollar brands teaches how to lead with the heart. He's also a speaker, consultant, and uh, two times best-selling author, and also the president of InfluenceWithTheHeart.com. He shows leaders, visionaries, and entrepreneurs how to make a bigger impact by inspiring more people to say yes. Ben shifted culture at the Fortune 100 company, created empathy and system thinking in video games for uh, tens of thousands of people. He launched one of the biggest magazines in the world and regularly trains people, um, actually global business leaders at Stanford. He is doing quite a lot of interesting things and I'm really happy to have him here. Ben, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you so much, Georgian. It's a pleasure to be here, and thank you for having me. I love the fact that you you have a name that also resonates with your personality. Like you're very joyful and uh, like uplifting somehow. I I love that, and I'm really happy that uh, we are able to spend this time together and share it with uh, uh, the audience, the gratitude seekers, um, right now. So uh, the first question that I wanted to ask you is. What does gratitude mean for you personally? Oh, um, great question. Thank you. Uh, gratitude, uh, I think for me, is, is probably first and foremost a practice. Um, so mindfulness is a big part of my life, probably central to my life, uh, mostly in the form of meditation, but also in my day-to-day -day awareness of stuff, you know, trying to be in the present moment as much as possible, you know, with the good, with the bad, you know, with everything in between. So gratitude is one aspect of that practice for me. And it's something that um, I really rely on to 
help elevate my experience, transform my experience when things aren't working so well. And just to remind me of what an amazing gift we have in this life and um, that we, or at least I am responsible for that gift uh, because it's not just, okay, here's this gift. Um, You don't have any responsibility for it. Like I, I feel a deep amount of responsibility for having, having the opportunity and be able to really make the best of it. I love it. I love it. We have a gift and uh, it is the, the life that we have, the present moment. Um, and in, it is indeed a responsibility for us to appreciate it because otherwise it's like with, a, with an ordinary gift that we don't appreciate, that we don't see, that we don't uh, pay attention to. It's like it, it doesn't exist and we don't feel it's a gift uh, if, we, if we don't put, the, to put in the time to appreciate it. So um, let us know a little bit about you, about your background, what I missed. Like uh, how did you get into creating video games and uh, empathy? How, how did these two uh, relate? Like I think this is really interesting. Yeah, it, it's funny how... Uh you know, the paths we take and how opportunity arrives to us. Um, So my business is Influence with a Heart and the things that I focus on teaching people and helping people with are empathy, story, thought leadership, and mindfulness kind of as my four pillars or my framework. You know, so I've written a book called Influence with a Heart and that's what I'm uh, speaking on stage about and and teaching and, and coaching and consulting. I have, you know, different kinds of clients like that. And, you know, beautiful thing of, of all places um, on LinkedIn one day, um, somebody reached out to me and said uh, from a, a Fortune 100 company and said, hey, we're doing this program and you know, we're teaching or we want to teach our people exactly what you teach, you know, but we'd like to do it as a video game because we realize it's so many people, it's 16,000 people to start off. You know, we can't bring 16,000 people to one place for a weekend training. Now, it's just impossible, but we want to deliver it to them in a way that would be really engaging and a lot of fun. You know, can you come help us do that? And I said, you know, that's hysterical because I've never even heard of that before (laughs) as a way to, um, you know, to give people these kinds of teachings. And I said, I'd be all over that. So, um, uh, you know, serendipity and opportunity. And um, I guess for me, just, you know, saying yes and jumping into something that first I didn't know was possible and and definitely quite a bit out of my comfort zone. But, you know, as you know, very often outside of the comfort zone is where the magic happens. This is wonderful. And I think it's a brilliant idea. And um, as I was mentioning in our email exchange, I, I think it's such a great way of teaching people. Like I believe that through play, we learn much better than through uh, serious conversation or serious book or something like this i think play is something that's so ingrained in our being in in our way of uh, learning that it's it's actually a great way to to teach something and to actually understand it and be involved in it i i really love it and can you give us uh, a few examples on how how did it go like how 
would people learn empathy in in the game because i think it's um empathy is important for gratitude as well and i i'm really curious of how how you were doing that yeah so uh the the narrative the story of the video game was basically that you are a detective uh and your mentor from many many years ago said hey come back to the small town that you're from because some weird things are going on here so you arrive back to the small town and your mentor is missing so you have to solve the mystery of where he is and also solve a couple of other mysteries that people are asking you to help them figure out by having different kinds of conversations with people and a lot of the conversations really come down to empathy like if you're asking empathetic questions and and listening mindfully and giving empathetic responses people are more uh, apt to trust you and connect with you and feel like you know you understand them you really get them and then they will give you the information that you need but if you don't give such an empathetic response then some of the feedback in the game will guide you in being more empathetic kind of give you some um i forget the term for it at the moment but but basically a little bit of prompt to say hey why don't you approach it like this um so it's it's literally just um you know connecting with people step by step and and opening the door to trust step by step wonderful wonderful i i love the idea of mystery of uh being involved in in a certain story like uh, this this is really brilliant but getting back to uh, to our subject today um when did did you feel that it was the first time you experienced gratitude do you remember like um actually discovering it and how powerful of an influence uh, it can be yeah uh gosh i think there were probably little little nuggets throughout my life that I didn't really realize how powerful they were until I had a very very intense experience while I was traveling in India uh about 12 years ago. I was there for about 2 months and within the space of 72 hours I almost died about 4 times. Wow. <laughs> yeah, um you know uh, my bus almost going over a cliff and then running from a forest fire. and then oh encountering a poisonous snake <laughs> uh and then encountering a mountain lion you know literally within wow. this really short amount of time and you know as i was you know out of my mind in in fear and adrenaline and all of those things there was this little dawning awareness of you know wow i i you know i got through this first thing you know thank goodness or thank god or, or you know however i was saying it at that time and I think in the moments that there was just that a little bit of awareness but when I got through all of that experience I started looking back and going wow you know I I realized that as I got each of through each of those things I said you know like wow that was so close and and you know this could have been terrible but you know but it wasn't and I have this other opportunity to you know to be alive for a little bit longer whatever that means you know one day one year you know one more lifetime <laughs> and um i think that was really the thing that opened up the door and just brought it onto my radar in in such a big way and then i i started you know, really engaging gratitude um very consciously and very directly from there hmm. so take us there a little bit like uh 
when you were in those situations i'm i'm uh, thinking that it might be something like uh feeling that you, realizing that you're alive and uh in i'm in those moments I, i think that it's something like uh i i really didn't realize that i was alive until i i was in that situation something like that but let me know if if that's on the right track it, it is very very much so i, I think that um I appreciate you saying that and I'd like to also add that you know I grew up in a you know in a very safe life in many ways you know I had a, I had a fairly normal if if there is such a thing as normal family um I was pretty healthy most of my life actually quite healthy um you know sc- school food safety love like like all of those things um and not a lot of exposure to death just you know a lot of people not really dying in my family for a long period in my life so i think it was very easy to take life for granted you know and really not have that that strong orientation um you know toward understanding that gift and then this experience in india was like okay you know let's reassess that in a really big way <laughs> right right in my face <laughs> over and over <laughs> and how did it happen like uh, with the mountain lion uh, for instance like you were in the forest or yeah yeah hiking hiking through the forest i was with a guide the whole time which was really really helpful and and he was walking in front of me and and we could hear some some sound kind of off the path you know some animal uh going through the trees and and so you know crunches of leaves and and sticks and and you know we both stopped and listened and he had a big big walking stick with with him mm-hmm. um and i saw him turn and i saw him lift the stick as if he was going to hit oh something oh my god <laughs> yeah and and i'm walking behind him so i ran toward him because he's the big guy with the stick and as i got to him i turned and i looked and there was the mountain lion but fortunately i think the combination of the two of us and this guy at this point looked very big right he looked like a big animal or a big person because he had the stick over his head the lion looked at both of us and said okay and ran away wow <laughs> yeah so it was it was crazy <laughs> wow yeah it, that that's quite amazing and i was i was feeling the 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 feelings uh, like just imagining how how it must have been in that situation like your heart is stopping and <laughs> you definitely are very present very there with all of your senses all of your thoughts <laughs> yeah that that's exactly it i i really was present in a way probably that i'd never been before because that did you know amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle they know you value your time outside of work juggling family school friends or other activities that's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you there are full time part time and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign on bonuses if you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle head to amazon.com/apply amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer weekend i think it was a weekend or those 72 hours that was before i really had any uh sensibility of mindfulness and present moment awareness in in a in a um intentional way in my life so it was it was like being schooled you know instructed in a very um 
you know, compact amount of time. It's like, okay, this is, this is, you know, you're going to learn mindfulness and you're going to learn what it means to be present right now. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can imagine that it, there's no better way of actually learning this and having a sample of how it is to actually be present with all of your being and afterwards appreciating life, the fact that you're still alive and that uh, that mountain lion didn't didn't come towards you or do something that might have put your life at risk. That's, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was definitely a gift. And yeah, I, I've noticed over, over my own lifetime, um, and I think it's the case with many, many of us human beings, is that, you know, we can learn certain things the slow and gentle way which is wonderful and helpful and inappropriate. And then sometimes there are things that, you know, we have to learn the hard way. And even though it's hard and difficult and sometimes terrible, very often the transformation can be much more direct, much more powerful and much faster. Um, I mean, I don't recommend that everybody, you know, go that route, but this was how my life unfolded in those moments. Wow, this is, this is an incredible story. But um, after that, you said that you, you started um, doing something to be grateful consistently. Uh, what do you do now or what did you do after that experience to continue to be uh, grateful and to cultivate this attitude of gratitude? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, pre- I was literally going to use that phrase, attitude of gratitude. <laughs> Because pretty soon there, after that experience, you know, I, I was still in India and I um, ended up at an ashram for a couple of days. I don't know if, you've, if you who know who Amma is. She's yeah. the hugging, hugging saint. Yeah. So I was at her ashram. She wasn't there because she was somewhere around the world hugging people. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I came across a book and I came across that phrase of attitude of gratitude. And that really just struck me. and. And I, I made that part of my mantras. So I would just, you know, I would read a couple of inspiring things every day. And that was, was it. And I just tried to remind myself to be in that space as often as I could be. That was probably the first step. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I think from there, uh, you know, when, when we tune into something, suddenly it's much more present in our experience, right? Like, you know, if we think about a red car, all of a sudden we start seeing red cars everywhere, you know, a very simple example. It was that kind of experience of, hey, you know, the more I'm practicing and cultivating gratitude, the more I'm naturally going into that space and the more I'm really feeling the benefits of that experience directly. And that was very, very powerful for me. Yeah, this is the beauty of it. Because uh, once you see it and once you uh, become aware of the blessings in your life they they get easier to you it's easier for you to see them it's easier for you to access them and access that feeling and it's the same with the negative feelings right like the more we complain the more we have to complain about because if if we go down that route we can go for quite a while and mm-hmm. <laughs> there are many things that we can complain about um and of course the the feeling that we get after complaining is one 
and uh, the feeling that we get when we feel gratitude and we look for the things that we are grateful is at a totally another level like yeah so it's up to us to 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 see where where we put our time where we put our focus and uh, how much we are in the present moment but by the way gratitude has been connected quite a lot with being in the present moment how can we be in the present moment more yeah so um i i learned uh, a really fun practice from stedman graham who is uh he's a, a leadership consultant and speaker and he's also actually the partner of oprah winfrey wow. um yeah and i saw him speak one time and one of the things that he had us do was you know take out a pen and piece of paper and in 30 seconds write down everything that you're grateful for or as much as you can think of so just you know boom 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 writing 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 and that was one of the most powerful exercises i ever experienced because i looked down on the paper and i probably had 40 things on the list and it was wow. all over the map you know it wasn't you know uh, very often right when you when you short circuit uh you know your thinking mind and just do something right um really you know wonderful and amazing things can happen so that was one of the most powerful things um and that was a really really great way to be in the present moment for me um mm -hmm. yeah and then you know other ways that i i guess cultivate presence and mindfulness through gratitude um you know one of the biggest ones is is you know, literally before eating right just acknowledging you know all of the plants and animals and human beings and everything else in the universe literally right the sun the dirt the rain everything that came together to create you know the things that are on my plate you know, right now that that you know if one of those things wasn't in the mix none of those things would be in the mix and that's so beautiful yeah i love that perspective and how how connected this makes us feel like with everything that's around us and uh, with everyone, with all of the, with the sun, with earth, with, with everything. I, I think this is beautiful and it makes us see that we are not alone, that we are part of something bigger and that there is quite a lot to appreciate. But I am really curious about uh, what surprised you about your list, like uh, what you wrote there and you maybe weren't expecting to, to write. If you want to share with us, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that question because I haven't really thought of the, the list itself for a long time. Um, I think one of the things that came up was um, was a cheetah, you know, the, the animal, a cheetah. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't have expected to, you know, that that would be something that just came out in this flow. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and yeah, just, you know, I had... Uh, I had a fun experience of, of traveling in, in South Africa one time and I went to a wildlife reserve where they were, um, uh, you know, bringing some, some animals back to health. And I had an opportunity to actually pet a cheetah. Wow. You know, and, yeah. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. And, and the cheetah was purring and purring, you know, that size animal. I mean, it's oh, this yeah. resonant, like brrr, sound, coming out of this big skull <laughs> and you know petting a cheetah 
you know, there, there's the trainer, not trainer, but there's the wildlife kind of manager there. And <laughs> the instruction is you, you can only go down on one knee when you do this, because if, if in case the cheetah gets a little frisky, like you have to be able to jump back. Oh my God. <laughs> right. Cause, cause it's like a cat um, that at some point can just kind of, you know, swipe at you. <laughs> <laughs> so some, uh, for some, you know, interesting reason, like that came through on that list for me. <laughs> what a um, beautiful experience. Yeah. I, it really was. Yeah. I, lo I love it. Thank, thank, thanks. Thank you for sharing. Like it's, it's quite amazing um, to, to be able to live such an experience and, Uh, it's definitely something unique and something that we and you remembered and it was like close to your heart that that's that's really beautiful <laughs> yeah thank you that that's a good way to say that and and i think that is the reason why you know that it was close to my heart and yeah thank you for saying that 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 means a lot and lands very very directly <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i love cats and uh, i I know how healing and beautiful the effect of wearing can be. Like I know, and I can only imagine how it can be, how exciting it can be for uh, for someone to pet such a big cat and to hear that that purr. It's wow! Yeah, <laughs> it, it was definitely amazing. a gift. Yeah. yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So um, before, like, if we could go back in time, like. 10 years, 20 years ago, um, what would you tell your younger self about gratitude, about appreciating life? Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, would, I would say or invite uh, him, younger me, to just make it a, a regular part of the day. You know, that, that it doesn't have to be anything complicated. It doesn't have to take a long time. But just to... to you know, make it a regular part of, you know, things that are happening throughout the day, um, you know, to, to almost make it as natural as breathing and as regular as breathing. Um, yeah. Cause I, I, I know that that really would have transformed quite a few of my experiences. And I, I don't say that with any regret. You know, I, I know that You know, my life, I think all of our lives, you know, we have the experiences we have, we learn what we need to learn. And at the points when we have some wisdom retroactively, that we can go, okay, that, that, that could have helped a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, my question isn't aimed on uh, regretting the fact that we didn't, uh, but on what our audience, for instance, can learn from your experience and um, can get a few nuggets of wisdom from uh, the, the new you, the, the, the present you to the, to the old you that um, would, be, would have been quite interesting to have at, at that point. So yeah, yeah. That, that's my hope with, with this question. So you've told me about some of your experiences and how grateful that those experiences made you feel. Are there people in your life that made a difference and uh, that you would like to mention or even tell us a story about how they uh, had an impact on your life and why you're grateful for them? 
Wow, gosh. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the list probably is, is almost endless. And uh, the, sure. the reason why I say that is because, yeah, it is because of, of the gratitude perspective. Um, you know, it is that probably I can be, if I think about every single person that I can remember, that I have great gratitude on some level or another for them, uh, you know, for quote unquote good reasons, you know, way they've, they've inspired in me and inspired me and taken care of me and supported me. You know, probably my mom is first and foremost. <laughs> I mean, she, you know, she carried me in her womb, <laughs> gave birth to me and raised me. Right. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's amazing right there. There's pretty much nothing, you know, nothing that compares to, you know, what a, what a mom does. No, no, no offense to dads, but, you know, there really is something about the mom. Um, but, you know, just this idea of that, that, you know, being, I, I've really come to practice being grateful for the gifts that everybody gives, you know, even the people who've been most difficult in my life, who have, I wouldn't say caused me the most pain, right? Because we're responsible for our experiences, but, you know, have definitely been instrumental in the pain that I've experienced. <laughs> um, that, that there, I still do have, have gratitude to them. Um, you know, I, I, <laughs> I went to an all boys Catholic high school in New York, New York city. And, um, you know, the Dean of discipline, so to speak, you know, if I can use the H word for a moment, like I hated that guy. <laughs> oh my God. He was, you know, he was a jerk. He was a bully. Yeah. I think he cared about us, but, but the manifestation of that care, you know, was very, um, you know, was kind of very twisted and negative. Um, but one of the things that I'm forever grateful for to him for is my my uh, fighting spirit and and fighting maybe isn't the best word but my my my, my strength and perseverance and you know desire to uh speak my truth in the face of adversity in the face of negativity in the face of injustice it really comes from that guy in a big way um mm. it wasn't fun <laughs> <laughs> by any means, but uh, it, it is a gift that I have forever because of him. That's so interesting. I think that so many of the of the experiences that we are in right now that we just can't understand or can't see why they're happening, we might at one point get the fact that they were gifts, even though they seem to be um, wrapped in in a really uh, like unpleasant paper, you know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking that um, this wasn't the only situation in your life, right? When something seemed in, in a certain way and afterwards you, you found it to be a gift. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there are definitely, definitely quite a few. Sometimes, you know, it has taken me several years to figure out what that gift was. <laughs> um, but one thing I have learned is, is just to trust that the gift is there. You know, even if it doesn't reveal itself right away, there, there is always that gift one way or another. And, 
you know, literally that practice of, you know, just, I've often said, you know, thank you for what you, you know, what you've taught me, even if I don't quite know what that is yet, <laughs> because that starts opening up that space and that starts creating some, some softening in the heart, you know, for that, that, uh, that gift to come through. Um, because if I'm not saying thank you, then you know, I'm keeping that shell around my heart and not letting in the goodness, right? Mm-hmm. It really, it's still again and again and again comes down to choice. Yeah, this is beautiful actually, because as long as we believe that there is a gift there, we will find it. Mm-hmm. And yep. as long as we we seek gratitude in even in these situations, we have totally uh, a, a huge opportunity and a huge possibility of actually finding them. Otherwise, we can stay stuck in maybe resentment or other kinds of feelings that really don't empower us and really don't make us, um, don't help us live a better life in the future. And I think uh, this is quite important. And I, I really love what you just said and how how you're doing this because you anticipated my question. Like I was curious how we can apply this, how we can uh, shift from seeing the the situations that we are in or that we were in um, so that we can see them with appreciation, with gratitude and see the gifts that we, we had in them. Yeah, this, this this is real good. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I think um, you mentioned it earlier uh, in the interview, but just you know, the, 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 the role of empathy in the mix, you know, one of the most challenging and most, um, most magnificent things that sometimes we can do is uh, be in a space or practice being in a space of empathy with the people who are most challenging for us or with the, even the situations that are most challenging to us, you know, that, that people, um, you know, even people who do the quote unquote worst things, you know, for some reason they think that that's the right choice at that point, you know, from, you know, their experiences, their history, you know, how they were raised, their circumstances, you know, whatever, uh, you know, chemical, chemical and neurological combinations are going on. Like there's so many things that, that we don't understand about people. Um, and, you know, empathy gives us that opportunity to, you know, enter into that space and, you know, sometimes, you know, really even feel some sense of understanding for, you know, somebody who we can't even imagine you know, that we're anything like, and, you know, why the hell are they doing that? <laughs> um, you know, and, and it's, you know, it doesn't mean it's easy, um, but it, I think it really, really opens up space because when there's that, there's that insight, you know, it gives us compassion, which is powerful and transformative. And I think gives us an opportunity to make a much for much more informed and comprehensive choice about our response. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think it makes us less reactive, like instead of just reacting to to that particular thing, we can um, choose another way of seeing it and 
one that's more empowering because when we are reactive it's not really very empowering yeah exactly exactly yeah and um yeah and, and it can re- be really hard sometimes i i, I think i want to just give a little extra you know a few extra moments to that mm-hmm. that um you know gratitude can be a difficult practice you know empathy can be a difficult practice at times um but uh I can't remember where I, I heard this term. You know, that's why they call it a practice and not a perfect, mm, right? Yeah, because good we one. try again, we try again. You know, and and if we we quote unquote fail, which we really don't fail, right? As long as we're not giving up, um, you know, we can just try again. And there's always another opportunity, and that opportunity might be in the next moment, because there's sometimes where you know. In that, in one single moment, I, I, I can't get to that space of gratitude. <laughs> but maybe after a deep breath and you know a walk around the block or whatever, whatever I need to do, then then there's a little bit more spaciousness and a little bit more opportunity to uh, to invite gratitude into the mix. This is awesome. Like it's not uh, perfection. It's it's a practice. It's something that we get better at and we choose even though it's not easy all the time i love this so where can our audience find you where can our audience see your work and reach out to you thank you thank you yeah so influencewithaheart.com is my website and uh, i have um, i have an opt in on my site that has a sample of my book influence with a heart and it really gives the nutshell of my teachings around empathy story thought leadership and I get a little bit into the mindfulness as well. Um, so I think it's a really great introduction to me and my stuff. And there's a tremendous amount of value uh, in the perspective and some of the uh, the practices that I teach right there. So invite everybody to come check it out and, you know, hope everybody who's listening really enjoys it. Definitely. Thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing all of these wonderful nuggets of wisdom it it has been a an amazing time thank you thank you so much georgian a pleasure as well and um thank you for doing the good work you're doing it's incredibly important so thank you my pleasure thank you thank you for listening to our weekly podcast help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones with your facebook friends and if you loved this episode please write a review on itunes